And good evening, Hampton Roads, Tidewater Region, Northern North Carolina. Good evening, Internet listeners everywhere. Welcome to tonight's episode of Marriage and Family Planet. As always, you're listening to us on WGPL 1350 on your AM dial here in Hampton Roads. We're also found at www.christianbroadcastingcompany.com on the Internet. We're here to break down, discuss, and offer insight into the dynamics of marriage and family relationships. We're going to deal with these relationships. We want to rebuild some, restore some, perfect them all. We're dealing with your marriages and your families. Welcome to this week's episode. Last week, last week I started a discussion on being a single mother. And I want to talk about single motherhood again tonight. Uh, why a second night? Because it's an important topic. And actually, to me, every topic I talk about is an important topic. And single motherhood is right at the top of them. Single motherhood affects such a great uh, uh, portion of our society. And single motherhood is particularly important because it's so easy to become a single mother. And at the same time, a woman who becomes a single mother, she's going to embark upon a lifelong journey that definitely would not be the easiest. It will challenge her dreams. She's going to have to change her dreams, uh, but it's a can-do situation. Single motherhood is definitely a journey that will be sprinkled with trials, tribulations, unexpected difficulties, all sorts of challenges, untimely snafus that test every ounce of her character. But again, it is so very, very doable. Single motherhood is particularly important for a couple of other reasons. First of all, the reality of single motherhood is that there are real dynamics that can very well become a disadvantage to her child. Like it or not, statistics are important for a reason. They help us get the best handle on the future. And statistics say that the risk of poverty, the lack of education, and even crime, all of that rises in homes headed by a single mother. This particular dynamic is compounded even more so in the African-American community. Now, speaking of the African-American community, there is something else that bothers me. There is something else that I think deserves our attention, immediate attention, concerning single motherhood. And that is the fact that black babies are usually targets of abortion. The November 2019 online edition of the Wall Street Journal said that prior to running for president in 1984, Jesse Jackson called abortion murder. Jackson also said we used to look for death from the man in the blue coat and now it comes in the white coat. Then when he ran for president, Jackson changed his tune, abandoned pro-life and became an abortion advocate. I want to read something else, another short passage from this particular uh, edition of the Wall Street Journal. It says here, what's not in doubt is the outsized toll that abortion has taken on the black population post Roe. That's Roe v. Wade. In New York City, thousands more black babies are aborted than born alive each year. And the abortion rate among black mothers is more than three times higher than it is for white mothers. According to a city health department report released in May, 
Between 2012 and 2016, black mothers terminated 136,426 pregnancies and gave birth to 118,127 babies. By contrast, births far surpassed abortions among whites, Asians, and Hispanics. Stick with me here because I'm going somewhere. A few months ago, I listened to a few episodes of the radio program, Focus on the Family. A woman was on there, she was being interviewed, and she was a former Planned Parenthood employee. And because she had worked at Planned Parenthood, she knew the Planned Parenthood business model. And she informed the audience of the Planned Parenthood business model. Uh, and one of Planned Parenthood's tactics when counseling women on abortion was not to offer the woman real counseling that would help her uh, decide her options. The Planned Parenthood model was not to offer the woman solid information from which she can make an informed decision, but rather the Planned Parenthood method was to play on her emotions and to reinforce and to restate and to emphasize how economically and financially difficult it was for a single woman, how economically and financially disadvantaged she would be as a single mother and how difficult and how hard it would be to make it as a single mother. And that was to make the abortion more likely. And here's what I see. Single mothers are not given much of a chance, and black single mothers are given even less of a chance. Not only are black single mothers given less of a chance, but their chances are reduced even more when organizations like Planned Parenthood target black women for wholesale abortion. And the situation is not helped when black leaders and politicians like Jesse Jackson, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, and our favorite son, Barack Obama, are strong advocates for abortion. The odds are stacked against the black single mother. Even so, I still mean to point out and to challenge these assumptions, to challenge these statistics, I mean to challenge. I mean to point out that single motherhood may be difficult, may bring challenges that you can't really prepare for, but it is totally a doable situation. And if you find yourself there, it can be done. I remember one preacher said, it'll hard, but it can be did. <laughs> and like I said last week, the single mother has to contend with managing the full load of responsibility that goes with caring for a household and children. It's all squarely on her shoulders. That includes work, child care, medical, dental, school, extracurricular activities, cooking, cleaning, bathing, groceries, the car, etc., etc., etc. And that's just what she knows. That's just what she can expect, not including the unexpected. It's all on the single mother. So it goes without saying that she's going to carry a heavy, tremendously heavy load. But it is doable. Last week, I also suggested some pointers. <clears throat> 
that a single mother could use as a strategy to help herself. First thing the single mother needs to know is that being a single mother is no time or no circumstance to be full of pride. Single mother, you're going to need some help. And before it's all over with, you're going to need a whole lot of help. And you're going to have to have it in you to call somebody in an emergency. And sometimes not in an emergency, but just a, a critical situation or important situation. You're going to have to be able to call somebody in those moments. So there's no time to be filled with pride. That's the first thing. The second thing, single mother, establish, make sure you establish your network of support. That support network usually begins with your family and usually is anchored by your parents. Establish your support network. The mother's parents probably are single greatest support. The children's grandmother, the children's grandfather probably her single greatest support, but establish that support network. Third, get you some good friends. Make sure you have friends, some that you can depend on, some that you can call in various situations. Make sure you have a few friends you know got your back. And first of all, because you have their back and you all know you have each other back. And I want to highlight the value of being in relationship, friendship with other single mothers in similar situations as you, establish friendships with them. Uh, 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 and then maybe you all can form some sort of a co-op where you have special ideas, special abilities, special talents, special gifts. So someone else in the group has special gifts or talent, uh, talents. Someone else in the group has special knowledge, skills, and abilities. You all can share those knowledge, skills, and abilities among each other. And somebody has something that's good for the whole group. Fourth, you're going to benefit from the presence of an older seasoned woman who can serve as a mother figure or a mentor to you. This seasoned woman can serve as a counselor, your friend, your guide, your referee, your coach, whatever you need her to be. This older seasoned woman can be a steadying force in your life. This older seasoned woman can be a column to lean on and anchor to hold you steady when the storms of life are raging. And every one of us, every one of us needs someone in our lives who can call us on our stuff. You need somebody in your life that can call you on your stuff. And that's exactly the purpose of having this mother figure. Because there are those times when she, you, you single mother, you may want to have a pity party. Or you may get lazy. You may get short-sighted. You may become overly emotional about a particular subject. The mother figure, the older seasoned woman, can help snap you out of it and snap you back into shape. She can call you. Why? Because she's been there. She knows what you're going through. She's seen it all. And she can help you walk through it. Fifth thing I want you to know, your strategy for help. I strongly, strongly, strongly encourage single mothers to work on their faith. Because I can almost guarantee you that something's going to come. Like I've already said, it's going to test every fiber of your being. That's going to test you to your core. It's going to test every ounce of character in you. And the thing that you're going to have to have fall back on is your faith. You have to expect me to say that listening to this program. This is a Bible-based, a Christian-based program. 
we're coming from the angle of God's word. But being a member of a faith community and spending time in a wholesome environment, it can build your faith, build your hope, and it can pay off in untold positive dividends for you. So you got to, you, you, you have to work on your faith. And the sixth thing, the sixth element is establishing a, a relationship between your children and other children. Help your children establish supportive relationships. Again, this may be with uh, children of single mothers, but help your children, allow your children to establish supportive relationships. You'd be surprised at how children can support each other. You'd be surprised at how children can help each other through some difficult and some tough times. You know, they're growing and they don't have all the knowledge and the wisdom that's required for life. That's what makes them children. But that doesn't mean they doesn't have the ability, the capability to help each other through some hard times. Seventh thing I want you to do. Single mother, you cannot afford to confuse motherhood with friendship. They are not the same. You cannot afford to confuse motherhood with friendship. They're just not the same. I know you may want to be friends with your child or your children. You can't afford to. You have to always be mother. Now, a mother can be friendly. And your children need to be confident that they can come to you with their issues, come to you with their problems, come to you with difficult situations in life that they encounter. They, they need the confidence that they can come to you. They need to know that when I go to my mother, everything is going to be all right. At the same time, you can't afford to be their best friend. You have to consistently teach your children that they have a line to toe also. They're going to have to toe their own line. Single mom, you're going to be the nurturer, the disciplinarian, the provider, the caregiver, all of that. All of that. So you can't afford to confuse motherhood and friendship and never fail to hold your children accountable for misbehavior. Know the difference between behavior and misbehavior and hold your children accountable for misbehavior. As I say so very, very often, every act of disobedience ought to be an uncomfortable experience. Every act of disobedience ought to be an uncomfortable experience. So you got to hold your children accountable for misbehavior and you have to consistently spell out expectations. Mm. Hey, you're listening to this evening's episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. Hampton Road, you're listening to us on WGPL 1350 on your AM dial. I'm going to need you to communicate with me. Email me at cdhodges at hotmail.com. If you want to hear this broadcast or any of the others that I've uh, broadcast in the past, you can go to iTunes or use that little purple uh, podcast app on your smart device. Just look up CD Hodges' podcast. You look up C.D. Hodges' podcast, and you're going to come up with these. You can listen to them again. Listen at your leisure. Download them if you desire to do so. I hope you will. But whatever it is you do, whatever you do, let me hear from you. <laughs> let me know that you're listening. And again, if you have topics or questions that you'd like me to answer and deal with, send them to me. Again, you can email me at C.D. Hodges at Hotmail.com. Inbox me on Facebook, Bishop Carl Hodges. 
All right. Now, I want to go on here. I want to advise the single mothers also to be very careful how you think. Be careful how you think. Because it's possible that a single mom, you, you, you're going to have these attacks of guilt, these guilt attacks. Because you feel bad that your children don't have a father. You go to parent night at the school and there's no father. There's only you. And other mothers and fathers are there of, with their children. You may have attacks of guilt, but you can't afford to pause to feel bad. You got to understand that that may happen. You've got to watch how you think. You can't allow that to set in your mind and fester and turn into depression or turn into some guilt trip or turn into some over-exaggerated behavior in trying to meet your child's needs. Your children may not have many of the other nice amenities that life offers because you're a single parent. But again, you can't go overboard trying to make things happen. You cannot afford to relax your discipline. You cannot afford to relax your accountability. You've got to stay on top of it. That's just the bottom line. you got to stay on top of it. And after all of this, there is still that bottom line. There is still that bottom line. And that is this right here. No matter what happens, and in spite of any and everything that does happen, the single mother has to do whatever it is she has to do in order to rise above her circumstance and make life happen for her and her children. I want to stress that above all this evening, no matter what happens and in spite of everything and anything that does happen, the single mother, single mother, you have to rise above your circumstance and you got to do whatever it is that you must do in order to make life happen for you and your children. You won't have time to feel sorry for yourself. Go back on the strategy that I gave you. Call on that mother figure because you just don't have time to have a pity party. None of us do, actually. None of us should be throwing pity parties often in life. but We sometimes do. I want to tell you something here. I want to tell you something. I want to share a story with you here. Uh, uh, my wife and I, as I've said before, we lived in Japan for over 27 years and, and we've pastored a whole lot of people. We pastored a church there. Uh, we pastored a whole lot of people. And I've seen people live through all kinds of circumstances. You believe it, all types of hurt, disappointment, uh, rejection, humiliation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But at, at, uh, for a few years there, I was blessed to pastor a young lady in Japan who was a single mother. And she was also an active duty soldier in the Army, the United States Army. This young lady began coming to church. She found her place in our community of faith. She established relationships. And after some time of growing in the Lord and growing in her faith and being taught the Bible, being taught the word of God and watching God rearrange her life, experiencing the presence of the Holy Spirit in her life. After all of that, she 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 established her faith. And and this young lady, she grew close to my wife and I. She actually became like a daughter to my wife and I. <laughs> and she actually affectionately calls us mom and dad. But uh, 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 she she put something, she put a uh, post 
on uh, Facebook the other day, and I'm going to share that with you. But uh, through a few years here, I saw struggle. I saw her struggle, strive, worry, contend, pray, and so much more. I saw her go through everything that I named before in this presentation. And, and, and for a few moments, uh, uh, she thought about giving up, but she kept going, holding her head up, loving her daughter, and doing whatever she had to do, all on top of being a top-notch soldier in the Army. Well, a few days ago, she did post something on Facebook, and it actually made me pretty proud of her. I was pretty proud of her. And I want to read to you what she said. Now, it has some choice words in it, and I'm not going to repeat them. You have a good imagination. You can listen and figure it out for yourself. And when you hear me say the word expletive, you'll know that's where a choice word was. So she says, here she goes. She says, never let your situation make you. You're bigger, better, and stronger than your circumstance. God picked you, and guess what? He picked me too. Listen, your child or children is your biggest blessing and what that end ain't doing won't stop you from getting where God wants you to go. Now get up, lift up your chin, and adjust that crown. I've been trying to get my baby daddy to pay child support for 12 years, $300 a month. And he said I was crazy. He doesn't pay child support to his other children's mothers. Sis, laugh at these ends and boss up. Start your business, work your nine to five or your 10 to two, whatever it takes. You can do it. Make some sacrifices and make it worth. Don't let that end stand in your way of being the best mother you can be for your child. Queen, you're losing time that can be spent bettering yourself. So get to it. The best thing that could have ever happened was a blessing in disguise, and that was to never accept a red penny from him. Because when he didn't want to do his part in turn, he lost, and I'm perfectly fine with living my life as if I don't have a baby daddy. She moves on my watch because I took the responsibility for her when I didn't have a dime and turned my life around for her and it took some long nights and a lot of tears. I took what I wasn't ready for and made it work. Sis, fix your crown right now. Drink plenty of water and trust God and stop trusting these ends. And if nobody loves you, I do. Oh, and one day you're going to make what that end make in six months, in just one month. And that's considering if he even works. Expletive him and his child support and anything else he decides he doesn't want to do. You're going to come out on top. Trust the process. My goodness, that is awesome. And as I said before, this young lady who wrote this post is like a daughter to my wife and me. And after I read this post, I texted her and told her that I was proud of her. That made me swell up with pride. And she said that she was praying to God that I would forgive her for using 
all the choice words that she used. Now that was particularly touching. Here she is sharing her heart about a matter that's so very, very deeply meaningful to her. No, she's talking about a matter that means the world to her. But she thought about offending me and prayed to God that I would forgive her. To me, that speaks volumes about her character, her intestinal fortitude and her determination to do whatever it is she has to do in spite of all circumstances and statistics in order to make it happen for her and her daughter as a single mother. And that's actually what I want to stress to my single sisters and all single women out there. You will need to do as my daughter says, boss up and get it done. I commend my sister for bossing up and doing what she did. I commend my daughter there. I commend my blood sister for bossing up and doing what she did uh, as a single mother to raise two sons who are both college graduates and herself an assistant principal at a high school. More power to you, sis. You bossed up. I remember a couple of years ago, uh, uh, I was talking with a Japanese woman in my office in Japan. She was bawling her eyes out because her American military husband had abandoned her and left her with the children. Her Japanese family disowned her because she married an American man and, and now he left her and she had no idea how she was going to make it. I remember telling her that she was going to make it because she had to and she was going to do well because that's what she had to do. In so many words, I told her she had to boss up. Well, a couple of years later, she emailed me and ecstatically told me that she had been hired for a prime position working with the United States government in Japan. And you may not understand what all of that means, but I'm telling you, there was something to behold. And then a year after that, she emailed me again. She was all excited. She was all she was all full of joy and enthusiasm. And she was telling me how she had been hired for an even better job. And she credited all that favor for me telling her, in essence, to boss up. You're going to make it. And I just want to share that in finality tonight. I just want to share this with all my single sisters, single women everywhere. Here's the deal. If you're a single mother, get your support network together. Get your mother figure together. Get in church. Do what you got to do and boss up. You have no choice but to make it. And I want to tell you something. There are too many single mothers who have gone before you who have done exactly what it is you're trying to do. They have been challenged beyond belief. They have been pressed out of shape. They have been pushed further than they can go. But somehow or another, they have made it with faith in God, with support network. They have made it. My sisters, single women everywhere, boss up, buckle down. And do whatever it is you have to do. That's the bottom line of being a single mother. That's what it means to be a single mother. I am in no way espousing single motherhood. I think you know that by now. We ought to wait until we're married before we have children. That's God's ideal. But reality says things happen. 
reality says that teenage girl in a moment of passion will do something that she may come to find was a not so wise decision later on. Life says that death may take a husband. Life says that unfortunate things happen and a woman can easily quickly become a single mother. But no matter what happens in life, if you find yourself being a single mother, also with God on your side, you're not a statistic. You're bigger than single motherhood. You're bigger than your challenge. God's power pushing you is more than the odds against you. Also, and make things happen. Hey, look, I'm about out of time here. I'm coming to the end of my rope here. Uh, you've been listening to Marriage and Family Clinic tonight. Hampton Road, you're listening to us on WGPL 1350 on your AM dial. You're also listening to us at www.christianbroadcastingcompany.com on the internet. Listen, I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart, I need to hear from you. Let me know if we're speaking to your hearts, to your minds. Let me know if you're being challenged. Let me know if I'm wasting time. Whatever the case may be, just communicate with me. Email me, cdhodges at hotmail.com. Look me up on Facebook, Bishop Carl Hodges. I need to hear from you. You got a question you want me to deal with? Let me know. You have a situation you would like for me to address on the program? Let me know communicate with me. I need to hear from you. Again, this is Marriage and Family Clinic. Join us next week, the same time, the same channel, WGPL 1350 on your AM dial, 6 to 6.30 p.m. every Tuesday evening. We will be right here waiting on you. And I just want to say, I can't get this off my mind. I can't get it off my mind. Single mothers, a boss up, in spite of every challenge, in spite of every circumstance, whatever it is you got to do to make things happen, no matter what happens, it's up to you. So get her done. And remember what the old preacher said, it a hard, but it can be deep. So glad to have you. I look forward to hearing from you. This is Marriage and Family Clinic. Hey, remember, you can't have peace until you surrender your life to the Prince of Peace. God bless you. We're out.